What's up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Runner Under the Influence podcast. Once again, I am your host, Franklin Presbot, and let me tell you what a week it has been. Last week's training session was a tough one. There were two workouts in there that uh, were actually brand new to me, being that the VO2 uh, max repeats and the 15-minute tempo repeats. Um, first time I did those workouts, and let me tell you, they are tough ones. Just uh, takes a little getting used to period, I guess. But regardless, I give it my all. You know, I'm not gonna half-ass anything either way. So it's just how I am. But all right, people, let's talk some running. On this episode, I actually wanted to touch on. Uh, why I started running. I think you guys uh, at least give you an insight to the reason why I got so adamant and passionate about the sport of running. And I guess for me, uh, I just found myself in a pretty stagnant place in my life, I guess. And it's very recently as well. Let's say uh, I got very, very serious about running uh, November 2017. And uh, I think the reason that I really got into it, to be honest with you, is uh, prior to that, I was probably in a relationship and I got out of that relationship and uh, which was a good thing because that wasn't a healthy relationship at all, by the way. But I got out of that relationship and I felt like I was missing something, you know, I'm always very fidgety as well. And I have to be doing something, which is why I think I'm pretty good at multitasking. But. I feel like I always have to be doing something, whether it's working or, or, you know, fidgeting with my hands. I touch my face a lot, fortunately. So things like that, just I feel like I have to be doing something physical regardless. But yes, I got out of that relationship. And then that November, I don't know what hit me, to be honest with you. I went for a run. And uh, it was probably the longest run I had gone for at that time, which was like eight miles. And I remember the feeling I had afterwards. It's the same feeling I get now when I remind myself that that I still have like a lot left in the tank. And I got those I got done with those eight miles. I felt like shit. They were probably the toughest eight miles I've ever ran in my life. But 15 minutes passed after the run was done. And I got to realize how much I had left in the tank. And I think that's what did it for me, to be honest with you. I think that feeling of knowing that I still had so much left to give or that my legs still had so much left to give was really uh, inspiring for me. The fact that the human body or my human body can, 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 I guess, run for eight miles, feel like shit. And then after a few minutes of recovery, I knew that I can keep running for a bit. So, and I did keep running back home, that is. <laughs> but I think that's what did it for me. I think the fact of just pushing myself into something, you know, and being able to, that I can do this alone. The running, I don't need anybody for running. It's a lone sport. I think that for me was all I needed 
for me to dive headfirst into running. Just the fact that that there's no there's no yeah there's no like qualifications for running, which I think is beautiful. Doesn't matter who you are or what you've been through beforehand or what you're going through now, you can always just go outside. Rain, sleet, or snow, it doesn't fucking matter. If you if you want to go run, you can go for a fucking run, regardless of your shoes. Now, shoes do make a difference. and They let you run longer or whatever, but regardless of that shit, you have a pair of Skechers or a pair of sandals or barefoot, you can still go on a run, and nobody's going to tell you anything. They can't tell you, no, you can't, and this and that, because who the fuck is going to stop you? The only person that's going to stop you from going on a run is yourself. And, and that's the fucking truth. So, for me, I've, I, there's something beautiful in that. There's something uh, somewhat meditative in the fact that running is a lone sport. I don't know. I think there's there's gold in that. And the fact that you can, or at least, at least for me, this is how I, I put it. The fact that you can get out there on the road and for two hours, three hours, whatever, a marathon or ultra marathon, whatever you're running, whatever distance you're running or for whatever time span, it is you and your body pushing through pain in order to get to the finish line, in order to get to and accomplish a goal. And I think that somewhat represents everything in life. You know, it has a correlation with everything in life. Through hard work, persistence, and consistency, you can achieve whatever it is you want. And running is the personification of that shit. The biggest battle you face out there while you're running or I face out there while I'm running is in my head. That is the biggest battle. Not my body. Not the way my legs feel, not the way my ankles feel, not my knees may hurt a little bit, none of that. Mentally, if, if, if there's a day when I go on for a long run and prior to beginning that run, I am defeated mentally already or I'm not in a good headspace, that run will not go well. It just won't. And that's solely because... Your head is not in that run. And your head isn't ready to push your body to continue to fight for the finish. And for me, running has quadrupled the mental fortitude that I have inside this big old head of mine. It's just, it's honestly become a way of life for me. I think that's what running is at this point. You know, how you, you know, how some people say like, uh, I'm going to give you the example when it comes to fasting or intermittent fasting. Some people say like, you know, you can go on a diet, a diet and, and fasting and, and the way you eat are two different things. Right? You can go on a diet in order to reach a certain goal or to lose weight to a certain extent. And then after you reach that diet, you can eat what you like. Right. But in order to sustain a certain like lifestyle or a certain type of way for the rest of your life like intermittent fasting it's a lifestyle that you have to incorporate into your life it's a way of eating forever basically i know and i think running for me i don't know it solidified the fight i have inside myself the fight to keep pushing my body find out what 
its limits are and, and see how much further I can push past those limits in order to honestly become the best runner and human being that I can become. And I think I think that's also why I fell in love with running. Because just overall, it's just making me, still to this day, it's molding me into a better person. And the perspective I have like on the world now and based on even even like material objects and and people is just so humbling nowadays. I know. You learn to listen. You learn to listen to the universe, basically. On your walk, you learn to listen to your breathing, the wind, when it starts to rain, uh, the noise your shoes are making. You learn to listen to your body, which is ultimately the most important thing while you're out there. And you start to figure out things about yourself that you didn't know. And that's a beautiful thing, especially at this age. You're 25, 26 years old, getting to that 30 marker. And it's kind of amazing to realize that you're still figuring out things about your own body. That your body can push through through things and and accomplish some some great, great feats. And I think uh, that in and of itself is just fucking magical, man think running has completely changed my life and my outlook on everything basically everything 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 but uh yeah i hope you guys i think that's pretty much it you know i guess all in all you can guys tell i'm pretty (laughs) i love running (laughs) um all right so let's give you a summary of last week's running uh schedule so like every week monday was a rest day um i did not go to the gym or anything i basically just stayed off my legs kept it nice and fresh and then tuesday the 24th was the first time i did the vo2 max four minute uh repeats so this workout entails a four minute uh like a four minute push so you're running basically for those first four minutes you're running at a 95 percent uh full effort right and then you would rest for four minutes. So you just stop, take a break, rest your legs, and then you would continue for another four minutes. Uh, you would run again. So it's four minutes on, four minutes off, and it's for five cycles. And these are tough, man. These are pretty tough. And uh, But they're good. They're good for you. And I think uh, overall, like, just speed, building speed, building cardiovascular, like, it, um, developing a cardiovascular system. I think it's all... It all goes hand in hand in the growth of a runner. So, um, yeah, those splits were actually pretty fast, man, and I surprised myself. So, uh, I averaged around, uh, I guess the first split was 6 minutes, 16 seconds per mile. The second split was 6 minutes, 13 seconds per mile. Third split was 6.06. Fourth split was 6.18. And the last split I did, I set a goal for myself to get uh, sub 6 minutes on that 4-minute split. And I did. I got 5 minutes 55 seconds. So, congratulations to me. Those were tough, man. But I'm happy. I'm happy how I finished with them. I actually have them scheduled today as well. It's Tuesday today, so this afternoon I'll be running that same exercise. Okay, Wednesday the 25th was a nice and easy 30-minute run. Um, And then I also included in some chest, core, and arms workout. Thursday... The 26th was a 15-minute tempo repeat. 
for three cycles. So these are tough, right? This is just a tempo run. So you're not running at like a 95 full effort. You're probably running anywhere from like 80, 85% uh, full effort, but uh, they're tough because you have to sustain them for 15 minutes. So you have to make sure that the first one out there, like the you don't gun it all so that you can ultimately uh, continue to maintain that pace for the entire workout. But uh, these are ran 15 minutes on that, like I said, 85 uh, full effort pace. And then you jog for three minutes. And then you repeat that three times in total. Um, yeah, these are tough, man. But uh, anyways, uh, I followed that workout off with a 30-minute stretch session. And I think that was uh, very smart of me to do so. Yeah, those 15 minutes, man, I'm thinking back to them. You know, the second one in there, you start debating whether you want to do the third one or maybe you should cut it short, whatever it is. And for me, I know I've said this before, but I think this is the best point of reference you can possibly make for anybody. And for me, I just related to running because I know when I do these workouts, how I feel after. And if I, I feel like I have something left in the tank, I'm kind of disappointed in myself because I feel like I didn't do it in the workout. I didn't put all my effort where it actually matters, you know, which is during training. But uh, I think if you repeat that, if you if you if you have a point of reference in any aspect of your life, right, where you know you did something half ass and you said I didn't have to do that, I could have put my full effort in and what it came out amazing or I would have done it better or I could have gotten a better result. If you always have that point of reference to you whenever you find something difficult or whenever you think you can't do something, just go back to that moment and remember that you can and remember that you can accomplish and you are capable of doing many, many, many great things as long as you know you have to put 100% effort into it. It is that simple. Have that point of reference and watch you do great things. So after Thursday, Friday was a nice and easy 30-minute run, which was the 27th. Um, then I did some I, I did some light legs and uh, I worked on my lower back. That Friday, Saturday followed with a nice easy run as well, but it was for 35 minutes. Um, and the gym was... I did a nice 15-minute stretch sesh. I did uh, a tough core workout. Always work lower back when I can. And I pumped some legs for a little bit uh, because I knew that Sunday I had a two-hour long run. Now, let me tell you something about these long runs. In my uh, short and brand-new baby-like running career, the longest distance I ran let's say time-wise, is an hour 55 minutes. And that was on my first half marathon, right? The longest distance, like uh, not time duration, but miles, was 13.1, which is a half marathon. Now, these two-hour long runs, I knew that I was going to go over. I, I slowed down my pace based on what I thought I should be running at, so I just slowed down my pace a little more. And um, I probably averaged eight minutes eight minute 30 seconds per mile throughout the entire two hour long run i ended up covering 14.13 miles in two hours of running so i'm just going to give you a perspective of where i'm at 
and the fact that I guess sometimes when you hear me get excited about the progress that I'm making, I want to let you guys know why I get so excited about that progress. I have a half marathon. The half marathon I'm training for is in uh, is in October, so it's the southernmost Key West half marathon, and uh, I have a goal of running it in under an hour and forty minutes. Right, and right now this training program that I built and developed for myself, I think it's it's honestly the best training program I've ever been on because of the fact that I'm making leaps and bounds, and because of the fact that this one this training program isn't based off of miles it's based off of time ran so that is how i am calculating my distance now so these two hour long runs i'm basically getting my body used to running that amount of time right two hours which is apparently 20 minutes um, over the time i want to run or beat and mentally i'm training my body and I'm training my mind to run for two hours, but all I have to do is pick up the pace in order to make that one, that sub 140. I don't know if I'm explaining myself clearly here, but it's exciting to know that I'm getting, I'm getting closer to reaching my goal. And boy, let me tell you, if I get that sub 140, come October 6th, I'm going to fucking go crazy. You you and me and the listeners, we're going to party. I'm going to do a party for you guys. <laughs> Live podcast party. <laughs> but yeah. So um, I guess that's pretty much it for my running week last week. It was a tough one. This week is a tough one as well. It's basically identical to last week's. Um, besides some uh, finish to the sprints. And some of the exercises that I have here. But besides that, it's pretty identical. And I'm ready for it. My body feels good. I rested yesterday. Yesterday was Monday and I rested. It was a good rest day. Kept my legs up. Took an ice bath. Um, massaged them as much as I could. So they feel good today. Today I got VO2 max repeats. So I look forward to those in the evening. And yeah. So I think we've, I think we've covered a good amount of topics this week on the podcast hope you guys enjoy hope you guys enjoy listening i'll keep growing and adapting and we'll keep talking about more subjects and whatnot and if you have any suggestions or feedback seriously any at all please don't please don't hesitate to reach out to me you guys know my website you guys can reach out to me there runner under the influence.net or the instagram handled which is frank the running tank twitter it's f the running tank or Facebook is just Frank and Presbot. You can find me on all those. And once again, I very much appreciate you guys just listening and taking the time to, to find out a little more about me. So hope you guys have a great day. Peace.